In a world where uncertainty reigns supreme, where shadows of chaos dance at every turn, one truth emerges unyielding. Preparation is not a luxury, but a lifeline. Behold the Wellness Company, a beacon of readiness amidst the tempestuous seas of fate. Envision a sanctuary of tranquility, where the tumult of unforeseen medical crises finds no purchase. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit stands as a bastion of assurance, a fortress of resilience against the unseen foes of health. Within its sacred confines lie the tools of salvation. Ivermectin, to ward off the insidious whispers of disease. Emergency antibiotics, to quell the raging storms of infection. Antivirals, to vanquish the relentless tides of contagion and more. The Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is not merely a collection of supplies. It is the embodiment of preparedness itself. Crafted by the hands of esteemed healers led by luminaries such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. James Thorpe, Dr. Harvey Risch, and Dr. Drew Pinsky, this kit stands as the pinnacle of safety, the zenith of prevention. These truth-seeking doctors have forged a testament to vigilance, a testament to the unwavering pursuit of well-being. Embrace the certainty that comes from being armed against adversity. Embrace the Wellness Company, for in its embrace lies the promise of resilience, the promise of a brighter tomorrow amidst the chaos of today. Don't wait for the next crisis to strike. Visit twc.health forward slash strange planet and use promo code strange planet for an exclusive 10% discount. Prepare today and rest easy tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, a professional wrestler and star of a reality ghost hunting show describes his encounters with the paranormal. I'll go into a room if there's a spirit box or something, and they'll, they'll say something like, oh, we know Gretchen, which is my daughter's name. I've had entities over these things call me Funk Master. It's pretty nutty. I used to be a youth minister, and I'll be like, oh, it's the old preacher. This podcast is supported by Crime and Trauma Scene Cleaners. Crime and Trauma Scene Cleaners is committed to helping people when tragedy strikes. Their objective is to restore safety to an environment in the most professional and discreet manner possible. Crime and Trauma Scene Cleaners, Canada's decontamination specialists. Call 1-866-724-0800. 1-866-724-0800. Learn more at crimescenecleaners.ca. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. 
revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett. Welcome to your Monday and a belated Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I hope your children were close at hand and that you were lavished with flowers and chocolates. More importantly, I hope you had a chance to put your feet up and relax because you deserve it. As PJ O'Rourke once wrote, everybody wants to save the planet, but nobody wants to help mom with the dishes. You're about to meet a very interesting man, Funkmaster V. He wears many hats. He's a pro wrestler, a comedian, a bass slapper, a libertarian candidate for governor, radio host, actor, business owner, ghost hunter, bounty hunter, to name just a few. But his next adventure, launching a streaming paranormal TV network, Asai Paranormal, may be his most ambitious project yet. Funkmaster V, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. It's just a tremendous, tremendous honor to be on your show, man. Can I talk a little bit about your handle, Funkmaster V? Absolutely. Is that is that your sort of the, the wrestling persona? Is that the comedic persona, the bass playing persona? <laughs> it's kind of a combination of uh, the bass playing. Um, long story short, I was in a rock band, got signed and shelved. Um, we couldn't play anywhere so we decided to play for money we were going to three white guys were going to play hip-hop and funk and the name kind of came out of that we changed the name of the band to pimpin ain't easy we toured around the southeast and midwest and then when i put up when i quit playing music uh extensively because we toured quite a bit uh and got and i got into wrestling uh that was just i was like yeah it's a pretty cool thing to switch over to pro wrestling and you know, I'd come out in mink coats and kind of do the James Brown thing where I, if I was getting beat up, my manager would put the mink coat on me and I'd, you know, or what, you know, a lot of, a lot of my promos I would do in wrestling, I would just, I would just steal uh, like parliament lyrics or something like that. And people would be like, wow, man, that was great. I'd be like, yeah, I just, <laughs> I just stole that from the mothership connection. But yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm creative. Is there a big difference between wrestling and playing in bars? No, um, really. That's the that's the thing about it, man. Is it's I we I was on a radio show last night and just figured out. You know, it's, we are. I'm an expert in low production entertainment. You know, stand up comedy, playing music, uh, pro wrestling, doing ghost hunting television shows. It's there's not a lot of uh, glitz, glam, huge crews or anything like that. It's just pretty much plug in and play and and, and get. Uh, and, and start telling stories uh, in one way or the other. So it's 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 very similar. So then then how did the uh, how did you parlay the wrestling career into ghost hunting and wrestling with ghosts, which we'll talk about this program in a moment. Uh, that's a pretty interesting story from my vantage point because we, me and my tag team partner, who's a literal giant, he's seven feet tall. His name's Big Luke Walker. Uh, he and I were. Um, producing and directing and trying to save this fledgling uh, pro wrestling show for Fox. And uh, we got, eventually the show just folded and we got fired and we were looking for our next project and this guy came in, he was a, he just a, we found out later he was a charlatan, but he was like, hey, I've got a uh, ghost hunting contract and I'm looking for uh, a team. And he ran into Luke Walker and Gatlinburg, which is a pretty hopping 
tourist attraction, and and uh, he was curious about local haunts around uh, the Gatlinburg area in Tennessee, and and he said, man, he, we ought to do a television show, and there's a cat named Funkmaster V locally, and another wrestler named Travis Graves, and and so we started, you know, as at first it was just a, a television opportunity. I'm an entertainer. Uh, I didn't really believe a lot in uh, paranormal things, and neither did my friend Luke. Uh, oh, fuck, Master, you're still on the phone. I shaved the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, that's uh, we'll talk about that guy later. But anyway, the uh, so we we were talking about uh, you know getting off into this. Paranormal stuff, and you know, and when when that started to happen, uh, me and Luke were uh, trying to plan comedy bits because we just didn't believe. We were like, "This is going to be forty-five minutes of us standing around in a in a in, a, in an abandoned house or a graveyard or something. It's going to be terrible." Right. So you're thinking nothing's going to happen. We gotta we gotta figure out how to make some TV here. So let's take the Mickey out of it. That's that's exactly right. And then what happened? And I. Again, I'm no expert. I'm never going to say that I'm, I don't think there are very many experts in the paranormal field, honestly, but because we don't know what we're really perceiving. But for some reason, when, when our group is together, amazing, amazing things happen. And I don't know if it's, we do have a, we do have a technique that we use. Uh, You know, we're trying to make TV and there's a lot of people in the paranormal industry that hate paranormal television because it's a bunch of guys in black t-shirts yelling at you know the wall and uh when when a soda can falls over they run out of the room screaming and it looks just it's kind of silly you know and it's but that's the entertainment part of it but when we get together and you know we do a lot of humor and stuff and we try to you know because that's who we are we're comedians and wrestlers and stuff like that but when stuff when we we basically come up with this idea it's we call it the charge we charge up the room with human energy and what we do is we flirt with the women and we joke with the guys and tease the kids if these are ghosts and stuff i, I think they and if, if they, these are actually human beings that have passed on they i think if they're still trying to you know if there's still presence around that's being picked up on they they want to be treated normally they don't want to be sitting there listening to somebody going oh so how did you die and blah blah i mean you know they don't want to i don't think anybody wants to be eternally macabre about their own death you know if you can bring up you know, if you tell a woman she's beautiful and stuff, you know, she's been dead a few hundred years. She's it's been a long time she's been flirted with. She's going to respond to that. Right. I, I think that's I think that's what we capture. You the know, charge. Okay. Yeah, that's what we call it. We don't know. We're just all a bunch of jerks. We don't know what we're doing, but uh, that's what we call it. And and that's uh, on our program. That's we've gotten some of the most amazing stuff that that I've ever seen. And and uh, and the people when they they watch it, they're like, man, this. This is some stuff. So wrestling with ghosts started out as a web series, right? Kinda. It we the guy that we the story of the show was um, this guy went to he was a paranormal investigator and he's he's just he's got this lust to be on television uh, with a ghost show and he he had a ghost show at this cabin uh he was shooting a ghost show i should say at his at this cabin in tennessee it's called the rabbit man cabin it's a really creepy place on top of a mountain it's about a two mile walk up into nothing and when he was up there he got 
his team got demonically quote unquote oppressed or something happened up there and they all started to fist fight each other on camera he actually called his mom i'm not gonna make it home i love you i'm gonna die up here mom and so he he eventually made it off the uh the hill and when we first met him we were like well a good way to spin a show would be you hired three pro wrestlers to kind of protect you from these evil spirits well when we were you know he 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 was a kind of a like i said before he was he's a, a big liar and and pathological uh to a degree and so we uh <laughs> we eventually got rid of him and we decided hey we got the chops to do this ourselves you mean and, contractually uh, got rid of him i hope <laughs> yes yes thank you he, uh, <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, he just he's not in the he's not in the short, shallow grave somewhere in All Alabama. Right. Or anything. Now we can proceed. Yes, uh, so uh, you know we can contractually uh, car bombed Irish car bombed the guy, but uh, so uh, we proceeded and we actually went back to that place. And oddly enough, and, and to my chagrin, we would go back to the place where the story started, where he was with another paranormal team. They got into a fist fight up there though almost the same exact thing happened to us and we were all friends and uh it was really 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 weird and that was the end of season one where we almost all got into a big fist fight and we're in like like i said my tag team partner is seven feet tall he's 300 pounds he wanted to throw me out of a window the guy's never said a crossword to me in, in my life wow. i've known the guy for six years so. do you remember the it almost sounds like that star trek star trek episode where the uh, the klingons i'm dating myself now i'm talking about the original series <laughs> the klingons and the and the kirk and the crew were were fighting each other and there was this yeah entity on the starship that was kind of feeding off their energy and it was making yeah. them fight each other is that what was happening i don't i don't know still to this day because uh, i wasn't affected but uh luke was and another guy named dalton and our cameraman was not but the weird thing the 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 guy that was he was kind of the docent he was kind of the guy that was showing us the property uh and he was there the first time with justin and got into a fist fight he went bonkers Luke 
tried to fight it. He actually brought out the Bible. He's never brought a Bible before or after, but he brought out the Bible that particular night and started reading from it. It angered the other guy. The other guy is supposed to be a, a Christian, and he started getting to quit reading that Bible. All that's on this episode. It, and I, me and the cameraman are looking at each other like, what is happening? And the weird thing, and again, this guy, Luke, and I are very close friends. It's not just like we have a working relationship. You know, he brought me cheeseburgers tonight out of the blue. I mean, he's that kind of guy. And um, so the next day, we actually uh, we drive to a, a small town in the middle of nowhere called Murphy, North Carolina, because we have cage match down there. We're wrestling, and we're going to go to this place and get paid to wrestle a pretty good chunk of money. And the whole time, you know, normally on a car trip, he's talking about food, Chicago, big-legged women, blues music, you know, what a wrestling ghost, whatever. We're always talking about something. He's quiet the whole time. And I'll be driving. I was driving, and I look over at him. He's staring at me. And then you just look out the window, and I'll be like, hey, there, tag team partner, you all right? It took him like four days to get to get over that. And then he started opening it up. He's like, man, I... I had a hard time. Now, the interesting thing, he's got, he's a very high-functioning uh, Asperger's right. uh, guy. And he said he actually was using his autism to defend himself because I don't have autism, so I, I don't really know. But what he says is he's kind of always, behind, he's got this image he projects to be socially acceptable and to kind of, you know, navigate through life and people like him and that kind of thing but it's always kind of kind of a shield right and so he was kind of behind that the entire night and he said he, it felt like some sort of entity kept trying to get him angry kept trying to make him hungry kept trying to make him sad uh, make him depressed all these different frustrated and just and then like anger stuck and that's and then it started to play on anger and uh, he was like i gotta get off this mountain or it's gonna get bad for everybody so and so was that your uh, come to jesus moment then in terms of the paranormal <laughs> a couple episodes that's a that one cemented it because the, the entire like you said it, we thought we were shooting a TV show and then it became a web series because we realized we didn't have a contract. But over the course of that story, I think the stories of our first season is really interesting because it begins and ends kind of at the same spot. And over the course of shooting those eight episodes, it was the end was, you know, normally we're happy go lucky. But that was kind of like the main event title fight. You know, we had some investigations that were little kids and then some kind of uh, you know like little uh, crumb bum spirits that were kind of sacrilegious and funny and we had a poltergeist uh, that was kind of creepy but you know but this thing when you're on the hill and then everybody's starting their personalities are starting to change and that is like a come to Jesus moment this is a very good way to put it because you just like this we've seen everything Everything we've seen humor, we've seen lustful uh, women, <laughs> we've seen uh, uh, suicidal brides who their husbands uh, left them and they committed suicide. And when you flirt with them, they were very aggressive. And kids that would react to humor and and teasing and and then you know poltergeists. And then eventually you were at, at this thing. You had some sort of thing that was trying to attach to everybody. So yeah, it was kind of like a nice little smorgasbord of uh, 
of, of examples that we went through the first year. But yeah, that was that was the that was we were all believers at the end of the first season. Let's put it that way. And and as the series progressed and you became believers, did you start to start to employ sort of more traditional? Uh, you know, ghost hunting or ghost investigation techniques. I mean, I know you have your the the charge uh, protocol where you try and you know get the room going and sort of uh, so to speak. But I mean, were you trying to capture EVPs? Were you using I don't know? Uh, were you measuring uh, electromagnetic ac- activity? No, because I always think that's boring, and we we're entertainers uh, before anything else, and. I think if you're going to capture something, if it's not caught on tape or on an EVP, it's like a, it's it's got to be audio or visual evidence of something. And if it's not, it's it's not nobody's going to believe it. If that makes sense, like if I had a flashing just kind of magic wand thing, and I call this a K two meter. Whoop! I lost you who's there. Agnostic you there. is not going to. Sorry, just if um, just back up there, you dropped out. Just just drop up and say uh, if I don't have it on tape, just start if you okay. can pick up from there. Okay, so if I don't, if we don't have it on tape, if it's not audio, if it's not visual, um, it I don't think it's going to convert anybody. It's not going to be any solid proof. It's it's if you're an agnostic to it. If I have a flashing flashlight with all these different colors on it, and I call it a K two meter. And it goes bonkers. I don't think anybody's going to go, wow, there's ghosts. So now in the second season, we have employed things that we're skeptical of. Uh, We've used dousing rods, which they seem to work. Um, We used a K2 meter this last investigation, which we've never used one of those before. But a lot of it's like we'll have friends or we've made friends in the paranormal field and they'll bring those with us. But I'm always a big believer it's got to be on tape. Or it's got to be, you know, it's either got to be visual or audio for it to be rock and roll uh, gold for me. But, um, you know, but, you know, you use these other devices. And that's the thing that we've learned is when we first started the show, we were totally ignorant. We didn't know what we were doing. We were probably sacrilegious or too flip with the spirits. And and then we kind of I think we were a little bit more respectful in some ways than we used to be. But uh you know, now we've now we're kind of just step sticking our toe and saying, ah, let's just see what this does, and we'll see." But I think what we learned is it doesn't matter what the device is, um, whether it's a Ouija board or pendulum or dowsing rods or whatever. It's just some sort of way to get the conversation rolling. Um, I used to be freaked out by Ouija boards. I was like, "Oh my God, get them away!" But now I just realize. You could use probably a Denny's menu, and it could do the same thing, if that makes sense. I don't think there's any power in the Ouija board itself, but it's what I think human beings, what we project upon that particular piece of plastic. Or, or whatever right and right. you know for TV you know for TV it looks creepy oh Ouija board but you know you could use I think anything a chess set <laughs> shoots and ladders you know it, it and, and if something is on the other side they're going to participate uh, if they want to so and, I don't know. and now that you believe in another side I mean how has that affected the rest of your life or has it not really. I've never been afraid of it. I, I uh, 
come from a religious background. Uh, I was an atheist for a long time, and then I found God, and I had a situation that happened where, uh, you know, there was a there was a bad situation. I used to be a drug and alcohol counselor for teenagers, and there was this little situation that was happening where it seemed like uh, there was an entity that was cute in the beginning, and I guess this may be familiar with people that know and. A uh, little thing we used to call hey, hey, because she'd run up behind your back and go, hey, hey. And then you turn around, nothing would be there. And we, oh, that's cute. You know, it was a little tiny thing. And then a- eventually dark entities would be following her. And that's kind of congruent with a lot, what a lot of people say about some of these uh, contacts that you have with spirits. And so I'm not Catholic, but uh, I just uh, would, I followed a lot of what Malachi Martin said. Mm-hmm. Um and went in and and, and uh, tried to to get the the dark entities to quit. You know, there was a, like an increase of violence and staff acting crazy and kids acting crazy at this facility. And and I seem to have done a good job with that. But so now um, with that history and doing this TV show, I, I do go out and and try to help people who have things uh, happening to them. And, and just a couple of weeks ago, I, I was involved in something that was very intense. And uh, the spirits were, you know, the spirits apparently knew who I was. Uh, when I left, they talked to the person that was at the property and they're like, don't ever let that guy get, you know, she had a dream where there these spirits were like, don't ever allow him back. And I, I get that a lot. They'll, they'll be... I'll go into a room if there's a spirit box or something, and they'll, they'll say something like, oh, we know Gretchen, which is my daughter's name. Or they'll be like, oh, I've had entities over these things call me Funk Master. Oh, boy. Uh, and they say, we cr- know your daughter? Yikes. Yeah, Yikes. we know we know Gretchen, and, oh. you know, it's 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 pretty nutty. And, and they'll be like, oh, it's Funk Master. And I used to be a youth minister, and they'll be like, oh, it's the old preacher. You You'll get these weird... You'll get like yeah, the former pre or backslidden preacher. I had one thing say, and uh, you know, and it's just kind of like uh, you know, it's it's just it, 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 you know, I I I work, <laughs> I, I make TV shows, I go pro wrestle, I play music, I play Nintendo. I have no idea why anybody on the other side would give two craps about what I'm doing or who I am, but uh, they seem to know. So that's kind of kind of a strange well, gimmick maybe it's because you're authentic i think that's one of the things uh that i would say about myself is that i'm i am who i am and uh and i'm not trying to ever even though pro wrestling is a character and when we were playing music we were playing characters but when it comes to like real life yeah i am authentic i'm i'm who i am 100 percent of the time i really don't pull any punches in life When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Timothy in Tennessee writes This is one of the greatest things I've ever put in my body. I couldn't agree more. Lana Paley in California writes, Thank you. This is a miracle tea. With every glass, I feel better and better. Now, over the last couple of months, I've been extolling the virtues of Life Change Tea, this remarkable all-organic, caffeine-free herbal tea. I begin every day with an 8-ounce glass of cold, refreshing tea. It's gently cleansing my body. No more bloating, no more constipation. I feel energized. And let me tell you, that's crucial for a late-night radio guy. Why not find out for yourself how Life Change Tea and Formula 13 Herbal Power Tea can change your life? Go to GetTheTea.com, GetTheTea.com, and use the code word UNLIMITED when making your first purchase. That order ships for free. Life Change Tea and Formula 13 Herbal Power Tea from GetTheTea.com. In another reality, Richard is a very strong and handsome man. Just not in our reality. Although I heard somebody passing him in the hall the other day, and it was good, good, a handsome man, Richard is. I made that up. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Musician, comedian, wrestler, ghost hunter, Funkmaster V is here. So these entities, whatever they are, they, they seem to be omniscient. They know stuff that they shouldn't know, right? It seems that way. And, you know, that's the thing is that uh, I don't know if we'll ever know exactly what they are. They could be a combination of different things. They could be dead people, angels, demons, time travelers, creatures we can't perceive, residual energy, aliens. We don't know. And, you know, we as Americans tend to, a lot of us put a religious tent on these things, you know, demons and angels and things. And, they may not be anything like that of the sort. They could just be something that's just, you know, <laughs> that we just kind of interact with or we show up at two in the morning screaming at the walls and they're like, oh, man, I'm trying to sleep. What are you doing? You know, even though they're invisible, we have no idea. In fact, we did a uh, investigation at a place called Hell's Bar Dam in Chattanooga, which is cool, uh, old powerhouse that's being torn down. And... Um, so just my, my tag team partner, Luke, works at a hotel part time and somebody left uh, goat ankles. There's a goat ankle game, kind of like Yahtzee or something where it, you roll these goat ankles and the goat ankles will tell you different things. It's almost like a magic eight ball. You know, you roll it, you know, and a lot of t- it, it, it's dorky and goofy and stuff. And, and but some people actually put a lot of weight into this type of thing. Are they actually made from goat ankles? Excuse, excuse yes. my ignorance. They are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ignorant of it, too. Every time somebody presents something to me, especially on camera, and that's why a lot of people like our shows, because it's like, because uh, we're not, you know, we're not trying to act like we know what we're talking about. We're like, well, what in the world is this? So we're down here at the Hell's Bar Dam, and we, this the first, and this was an episode that's going to air on the second season, um, and so 
we're there for the first times with mediums because normally it's just us. So we actually have some friends that are mediums. And just like wrestling with ghost style, uh, there's a lady there that if there's a dark entity there, she'll burp, uh, which is hilarious. And the other one uh, coughs. Um, so uh, it, you're kind of, okay, something evil's around. This lady is burping. The other one is coughing. And you're just kind of laughing because you're like, this is ridiculous. But anyway, so that's... They tell us of this thing called a Wendigo, which mm-hmm. I thought was a classy motorhome. But a Wendigo <laughs> is a is a uh, you know it's got goat legs, it's got a steer or some sort of cow head and a human body. Kind of a Native American and legend, right? You're exactly right. It's a Native American thing, and it's it has to do with cannibalism. So we're horsing around trying to be funny. Uh, playing with these goat ankles and I keep, you know, somebody would roll and I'd be like, Yahtzee, and they finally kick me out. We do like a little skit and that's what we do to try to get the entities rolling. So then they start trying to play with the goat ankles for real and start asking questions. And I get off camera. We are in a powerhouse. It is raining. It's in the middle of of almost like a monsoon, if there could be one in Tennessee. And I go over to the corner of a room and I start and this is why it's awesome to be a guy is I just start to go to the bathroom uh, in the corner. And nobody's going to know. It's not like somebody's house. It's this dangerous building. It's, it's a, it's a, and over in the corner, I hear this growl. And I just had this, this, this thought of like, this is this guy's, you know, this could be this guy's living room and I, he's watching Game of Thrones on TV and some <laughs> other where I just walked in and peed on his coffee table. <laughs> so I go out, I go out and I go, you won't believe this, but I start urinating in this corner over here and this, the growl comes out of the, comes out of his closet. I say, he must be, uh, he must be uh, a little jealous of the size of the, of my member here. And, <laughs> and then Luke goes, well, if he, in the seven foot tall guys, well, if he's hates your, the size of your member, he's going to hate the size of mine. He walks in there, the camera comes in there, he starts to urinate, an audible growl, two of them, comes out of the closet. And we're like, this is the craziest evidence ever, that it's there's something over there that's just like, hey, man, quit peeing where I have to sleep. Again, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's growling. Is, is, it, did it, is it some sort of thing like a Wendigo? And that's why we were sitting there with the goat bones and we're, we're, we're having fun with that, the goat ankles. Maybe he's like, that was a cousin of mine i don't know so but that's the kind of weird stuff and you get no answers at the end of the day but it's, you sit back and go well that was a lot of fun and that was interesting and so it's, you opened the closet door and there was nothing there no nothing at all mm, wow did you ever bring anything home with you yeah um there was a um on our third episode of the first season we go to a place called mary death antiques in uh La Follette, Tennessee. And uh, halfway through the... Oop, I, you dropped out again little, there. Sorry, just okay. Ha, uh, you went to Lafayette, Tennessee, and what happened? So we go to a toy... There's a, there's a place called uh, Mary Death Antiques, and it's it's like a toy store, junk shop. It's got really cool stuff, and it's got really old stuff, too. And La Follette, Tennessee is a place that everybody should know that's a ghost hunter. It's unknown, and the the evidence that you can get there and the insanity of the amount of paranormal uh, happenings in this little tiny town is unbelievable. Um, and in this antique shop, um, right next to the Ouija boards, there were 
two little footprints that appeared halfway through the investigation. And we're big wrestlers. Everybody's got at least a size 11 shoe. This thing, they're, they're tiny. None of us did this. Uh, just these two little footprints appear next to these baby dolls on one side and Ouija boards on the other. So I set up a bunch of dolls and I'm sitting there talking. Hey, you know, I'm a dad and I've got a daughter and I love my daughter and I always wanted a boy. But now that I have a daughter, I'd, ne- I'd, I'd never take I wouldn't take 100 boys for my daughter. And just saying some sweet stuff, you know, to see if it is a little girl or something. And I feel my I can watch the hair on my arm move and I hear this coo out of nowhere. And I hear that in real time. And I'm like, what in the world? I said, is that you? And so fast forward several months. At this point in my house, soda bottles being knocked off the coffee table, uh, remote controlled sumo wrestlers, because I've got tons of kids, those things will be turned on. Video games will be turned on. Um, toys will be messed with all the time. So a friend of mine, or Luke, uh, who I've talked about, um, he has the same stuff going on in his place. And this, you know, and I don't know how much you're into the paranormal, but there are people that walk up to you sometimes and they just start saying stuff that's just whack. And you're like, okay, well, this guy walks up to Luke and he's like, hey, there's a little ghost girl that follows you around. And he's like, what? And he goes, yeah, she said to me to tell you that she loves her new two. She loves her two new dads and she never knew um, men that were nice as you two. And she comes from the toy store that's far away. And wow. she loves playing with you guys. Wow. And and he tells me that. And I'm like, did this cat see this episode on TV? And he goes, there's no way this guy. He, he, he had no idea I was a ghost hunter or at a TV show or anything like that. And so that was weird. But mm-hmm. occasionally she'll, uh, she'll show up and something crazy will happen. We'll be like, hey, what's up? So Remarkable. That's remarkable. Um, it is. So tell me about Asai Paranormal. Well, we we were courted by a lot of cable television networks, and they all, at the end of the day, were like, we love you, but we're not going to go with you. And a lot of it had to do with a lot of, and I don't want to poo-poo on anybody's parade, but a lot of these sh- shows, you know, cable television is dying, and a lot of these shows, they're being forced to fake evidence. And they wanted us to run out of the room screaming and stuff. And I'm like, well, we don't do that. You know, I mean, I'm not scared of this stuff. You know, I think it's wild and I'm, I think it's awesome, but I'm, I'm not going to like flip my lid. So we decided uh, that TV wasn't going to work and there's not really money in television like that anymore anyway. And, and the future of streaming, uh, streaming television. So we, there's another wrestler, ghost hunter, comedian, musician that we ran across and he's from Colorado Springs. And over the last couple of years, we've been trying to get this thing off the ground called a Psy Paranormal, which is ASY. And it's finally launching, uh, you know, it's it's launching this month in May. And for two ninety nine a month, you can watch all this uh, paranormal stuff. And it's going to be real. And it's not going to be faked. It's going to be what it is. And there's going to be monster movies and classic movies and But really, it's 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 a, what we want it to be is a is a is a thing for a platform for people who want to create television too or create movies. Uh, I want it to be a hub of paranormal entertainment. I want it to be uh, something that's going to be 
instead of wondering, am I watching a bunch of fake stuff? I want it to be a place where people can actually watch a show and, and be pretty confident that the things that they're seeing are, are are legit and you know and it's it's there's a lot of different programs on there there's ufo programs uh wwe's lita uh has a show on there it's called the ufo show um we we're on there and there's there's a there's a bunch of others there's like a detroit haunted house uh show that shows people in the haunted house getting freaked out and there's a show about ghost stories where people just regular people get on they film themselves and send it in, and we, we produce it, and it's just them telling their own personal ghost story, and there's not a lot of production to it. It's it's just real low-key, and there's a, there's a bunch of stuff. There's going to be a ghost. Uh, there's going to be like a puppet show that where the puppet is going to show uh, ghost videos uh, <laughs> from YouTube and stuff and discuss. <laughs> so there's just a lot of different things. There's a kid playing zombie video games and – We've got the precursor of the Twilight. We got to actually get one step beyond, which was the re, which was the uh, predecessor to Twilight Zone. Oh, how does that work? Uh, do they fall into public domain, or do how does that they work? Do. Ah, okay. yeah, and and it's and those it, that shows interesting because it is a combination of like the old radio plays with television horror, and you know I I love I don't know about you, but I love watching you know these big bu- budget movies like the Avengers and everything fantastic okay but i think it's more interesting when you don't have a budget and you're trying to entertain and you've got to use whatever resource and story devices that you have and you have to fill up a certain amount of time and the way these guys were creative with no budgets i think it's more fascinating than all this awesome explosion intergalactic cgi stuff any day of the well, week. i agree i agree that's why yeah. i love radio over television oh, i do too I do too. It's it's a it, I, radio is my absolute favorite, and the fact that you're a coast to coast guy, I, I mean that is just unbelievable to me. I mean that's just that's just that's like you said, it's a cool gig. It's the apex. There's there's nothing better than that. So uh, I'm I'm happy to know you. <laughs> likewise, likewise. So Asai, what is the Asai? A S Y. What is that about? Um, the, I just found it. I was, I was on an interview with the guy that started this, uh, uh, last night and he, he told me he used to own a, um, a bar and it was called the asylum and he would have, uh, Monday night raw parties and, um, long story short, he, they would, they bought a wrestling ring and people would kind of horse around and then eventually he got trained to be a wrestler and then they turned into wrestling shows. They would have on, um, Monday nights in between commercial breaks and have a wrestling match. And, uh, it turned, uh, from the thing called, uh, and then he, then he started to show it on TV and it was called the, the, you know, the asylum television network. And it just kind of morphed from there. But it, weirdly enough, me and Luke, he's from Chicago. I'm from Baltimore. We're both in Tennessee. We meet this guy who's from Detroit, who's now in Colorado Springs and we're all wrestlers, ghost hunters, musicians. So we just were kindred spirits. So it, it just kind of came from his old wrestling days and his old bar that he used to own. Fabulous. And so it's, it's interesting. And again, uh, Asai Paranormal launches this month, May. And you pay, mm-hmm. was it two ninety nine for the month? Two ninety nine a month. And it's got uh, 15 original shows, tons of old movies, and, and more content as we reach out. And as the bigger this thing goes... I want it to be a hub. I want people to, you know, share the ghost stories. You can do that uh, on, in print. Uh, 
if you want to do live tarot readings, there's there's technology there where you can interact with people through the web through the website and over the phone and over your tablet and and it'll you know it's portable to go anywhere you want you work a third shift job you can watch the side paranormal at night or if you're on the bus and if you're on the subway it's a television station in your pocket and if you want to add content to the network and have your own show you just contact us my name is Vinny vineyard funk master v wrestling with ghosts if you look all that stuff up you'll find us and we're at asyparanormal.com a-S-Y, paranormal.com. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, sir. Funkmaster, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you so much. Hey, you're awesome. Thank you for having me on. And I'm just I'm just stoked to be with you, man. You, you're an awesome dude. You got a great radio voice, man. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. The check's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs... I'll be back with a few words on what's coming up on the next installment of Conspiracy Unlimited. If you're a fan of this podcast or my weekly radio program, The Conspiracy Show, or my YouTube channel, Strange Planet, I hope you'll consider becoming an official donor. A donation of $50 a month places you in the Star Chamber. $20 a month is the Whistleblower Tier. And a donation of just $10 per month makes you a Truth Seeker. Star Chamber and Whistleblower members can participate in an exclusive monthly online chat or video conference with me. And all donors are entered into a monthly draw for Strange Planet merchandise. Any monthly amount is welcome and greatly appreciated. To become an official donor, go to patreon.com forward slash strange planet. Patreon.com forward slash strange planet. Be sure to be listening Wednesday when I speak with the world's most popular Bigfoot blogger who describes his encounter with the giant elusive hairy creature known as Sasquatch. Okay, I'm, I'm a blogger, okay? I write about these things. I'm like, something tricks on me here? What's going on here? You know? This is unreal. This is not supposed to happen because I, I know about I know about Bigfoot reports or big, of people who are in this field. They'll go 20, 30 years without a single action. Here I am, second night. There's things that's coming into our camp. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. <laughs>